0: Welcome into your Wednesday edition of Montana at noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your weather command forecast: a fire weather watch will be in effect on Thursday from noon to 9 p.m. This includes the following counties: Eastern Glacier, Toole, Central and Eastern Ponderay, Liberty, Hill, and Blaine, as well as Shoto. And Fergus. Expect west winds 25 to 35 miles an hour, gusting up to 50 miles an hour. Strong west winds will develop across the area Thursday as a Pacific cold front moves through. Lowest humidity on Thursday will occur across the lower elevation grassland areas where vegetation is driest and could contribute to rapid spread if a fire develops. A fire weather watch means that critical fire weather conditions are possible. A combination of gusty winds, low relative humidity, and warm temperatures will create high fire growth potential. For the rest of your Wednesday, mostly cloudy. High 70 to 75. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Lows 50 to 55. South winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, very windy. Mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy. High 65 to 70. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, increasing to 30 to 45 miles an hour in the afternoon. Wind gusts could be as high as 60 miles an hour. Thursday night, windy and colder, mostly clear with lows 40 to 45. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Friday, windy, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers in the afternoon. Highs around 65, west winds 25 to 35 miles an hour, gusting to up to 50 miles an hour. Friday night, windy, mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain showers, lows 40 to 45. Saturday, breezy, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers, highs 60 to 65. Saturday night through Sunday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers, lows 45 to 50, highs 65 to 70. Monday, partly cloudy, highs 65 to 70. Monday night and Tuesday, mostly clear, lows around 40. Highs 65 to 70. The Haver Public School Board held a special board meeting on Tuesday afternoon to provide an update on reopening. Superintendent Craig Mueller said that as a result of the positive COVID 19 case discovered in a student at Sunnyside Elementary Sunday evening, 21 students and two staff members are now in quarantine. Mueller said the health department was complimentary of the district and their staff for making contact tracing possible with their seating charts and other precautions that were in place. Mueller said he spoke with Dr. Kevin Harada of Northern Montana Hospital, who told him that Hill County is currently in a worse place than when the district initially approved the hybrid reopening plan. The current COVID-19 positive test rate in the county over the last two weeks is 13.7%. NMH has adequate testing supplies and some remdesivir on hand for treatment of COVID-19 patients. During the board meeting, Mueller brought up two potential plans to move to Phase 3 of reopening. Option 3A would be to move to four days a week of in-class learning and virtual learning on Friday. Start and end times of the school day and transition times between class periods would be altered to try and allow for social distancing. Option 3B would be nearly identical to Option 3A, but with students attending in person five days a week. If the district moves forward with a Phase 3 reopening, some students may lose bus service in order to make sure the buses are able to maintain social distancing. These plans will be taken to the Health Department to be reviewed, after which the board could decide to vote to approve one of the options. This could either be done at the next regularly scheduled board meeting October 13th or at a special board meeting before then. The public will be notified if a special meeting is called. Students and staff would have two weeks from the approval of a Phase 3 plan to prepare before it would take effect. In addition, students would likely be able to either opt back in or opt out of in-person learning. If a Phase 3 reopening is not approved, the district would remain in Phase 2B until further notice. This past weekend's Haver Lions Club's drive through event saw hundreds of cars line up at the Great Northern Fairgrounds to get their Prano Pup and Cheese Fry fix. Haver Lions Club president Becky Toth says they went through over 5,000 Rocky Mountain hot dogs, 30 cases of fries, and 12 cases of cheese, over the two-day event. I mean, we had people waiting an hour, hour and a half in line. They didn't care. They were polite about having to wait. We could only do so much, cook so much, and keep up at a certain pace out of our small little booth, so it was perfect. In general, we were all very surprised and shocked, overwhelmed by the turnout. Funds from the drive through will be used to give back to the community. We like doing service projects. We like going out and doing things around the community. We built a shed for the Senior Citizen Center that sort of stuff, but we just like having the money to help our community and then we also help the state and internationally with sight and hearing. Profits have not been calculated yet, but Toth says the amount of food sold is equivalent to about three days of sales from the Great Northern Fair. In a press release on Tuesday evening, Chinook Public Schools says they were notified of a COVID-19 case in a student from Meadowlark Elementary. Through case investigation, it was discovered that the school-associated case did not have any contact with anyone at the school during the infectious period. All contacts of the case have been notified and quarantined. School officials are working with Blaine County Health Department to assess the risk to the rest of the school population. Please do not send your child to school if they are sick. Blaine County is currently at six active COVID-19 cases, which means masks must be worn in schools, except when students are seated in the classroom and social distancing is maintained. And this just in from the Blaine County Health Department regarding the Harlem School District. They received notification yesterday that a student enrolled in Harlem Junior High that has not attended school since September 11th has tested positive for COVID-19. School officials are working closely and consistently with both Fort Belknap Tribal Health and the Blaine County Health Department to determine if there are any risks to the rest of the school population. It has been determined through investigation the student did not have any contact with anyone at the school during the infectious period. All contacts of the case have been notified and quarantined. No staff members of the Harlem School District have been asked to quarantine. A box elder woman pleaded not guilty to two felonies at her arraignment Monday in Hill County District Court after allegedly stabbing her uncle in the head four times. Denise Priscilla Stump, 58, pleaded not guilty to assault with a weapon and aggravated assault before Judge Katie Snipes Ruiz. Court documents allege that at approximately 4:11 a.m. on August 23rd, Haver police responded to a report that a male had been stabbed in the head on the 1900 block of 2nd Street Northeast. Officers located a large serrated kitchen knife on a bedroom floor of the residence. The knife had been bent, was covered in blood, and had hair on it consistent with the victims. The affidavit alleges Stump had blood on her left forearm, had no visible injuries, and appeared to be highly intoxicated. Stump was unable to provide a statement to police at the time and has since told officers she is unable to remember what happened. The defendant will be released from the Hill County Detention Center on her own recognizance. Subject to house arrest, Stump may not consume any alcohol while on house arrest. No future court dates have been set. Turning to state news. Montana authorities have not filed charges against a man involved in a fatal shooting in response to what police said was an ongoing assault of a woman. The Yellowstone County Coroner says 43-year-old Robert Avon Coulter died of multiple gunshot wounds during the shooting at a Billings home Monday. Police say Coulter was killed by a 34-year-old Billings man who lived in the home. Coulter was in a relationship with a 33-year-old woman, and police say he assaulted, choked, and pistol-whipped the woman. Authorities say the other man shot Coulter when he placed a handgun against the woman's head. A federal judge says he will rule quickly on a Republican effort to block Montana counties from mailing ballots to all active voters. President Donald Trump's campaign, along with federal and state Republican groups, filed a complaint seeking to overturn an option. The Democratic governor, Steve Bullock, gave counties to hold the November election by mail to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The Republican groups argued that mail ballots are subject to fraud, but offered no evidence. The governor's chief legal counsel said the state told U.S. District Judge Dana Christensen that requiring counties to open polling places would be, quote, absolutely catastrophic, end quote, for voters and public health. Lieutenant Governor Mike Cooney again received more campaign donations than U.S. Representative Greg Gianforte in the most recent reporting period in the race for a Montana governor. However, Gianforte has out-raised Cooney overall. Cooney reported raising $678,000 from August 16th through September 15th. Gianforte raised $334,000 during the same period. Gianforte also loaned his campaign another $1 million, bringing his personal spending in the race so far to just over $3.5 million. The Republican has raised another $3.3 million, while Democrat Cooney has raised about $2.5 million in total. Millions of dollars in outside money are also being spent on ads for and against the two candidates. Montana's chief medical officer says the state is seeing a remarkable increase In COVID 19 cases. Over the past week, the state has averaged just over 200 cases per day and now has over 10,900 cumulative cases. Health officials attribute the increased cases to schools reopening, Labor Day gatherings, and increasing spread in congregate living settings, such as nursing homes and jails. The White House Coronavirus Task Force suggested Montana consider fines for violations of face mask mandates in areas with increasing cases, but Governor Steve Bullock said he will continue to stress personal responsibility. Authorities say a Montana man has pleaded no contest after he and one other were accused of decapitating another man in 2017. The AP reports 34-year-old Donald Ray Cherry changed his plea Monday in Yellowstone County District Court to deliberate homicide under a deal that dismissed charges of witness tampering, evidence tampering, and intimidation. Authorities say Cherry and his co-defendant were accused of killing Myron Wesley Knight in October 2017. Prosecutors said Cherry acknowledged he and another man had robbed Knight after meeting him at a casino. Both parties are expected to recommend 65 years in prison for Cherry. Montana Democrats rolled out The Dude again as they seek to burnish the party's November ticket with some star power and counter GOP heavyweights such as Vice President Mike Pence. Actor Jeff Bridges, who played The Dude on the cult classic film The Big Lebowski, held a virtual campaign event Tuesday with U.S. Senate candidate Governor Steve Bullock and other Democratic candidates. Bridges has become a campaign season fixture in Montana, stumbling for Democrats who want to distance themselves from the party's national figures. In a state, Trump won by 20 percentage points in 2016. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat's $4.65, spring wheat's $4.80. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.55, spring wheat is $4.75. For Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.70, spring wheat is $4.80. For Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.65, spring wheat is $4.80. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is 450 spring wheat is 470 And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Richard A. Dick Zinn, 89, passed away Tuesday, September 15th in Great Falls of Heart Failure. Cremation has taken place. A graveside memorial service is set for 1 p.m. this Friday at Highland Cemetery in Haver, with Pastor Sean Jansen officiating. A luncheon will be held at the Eagles Club in Haver. Memorials in Richard's honor may be made to the Haver Senior Center or a charity of one's choice. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Stay safe out on the roads. And please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.